Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. My name is Aisha Ryan. We're also live on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and X Spaces on Journeys on TV. My personal handle is at the Nana Aisha. Let's stay for the details. Afternoon, the Office of the Special Prosecutor has discontinued all cases involving the former Water and Sanitation Minister Cecilia Dapa in the latest twist to the case. That's not all. He has further referred the case to the Economic and Organized Crime Office on suspicion of money laundering after an extensive trans-border investigation. Special Prosecutor Kiseja Bing has written to the court to stop the confirmation of seizure of money taken from the former minister. The office has also stopped the prosecution of Madame Dapa on charges of failing to declare her assets and property. Addressing the media, Kiseja Bing said his office has referred the suspicion of money laundering to Ioko for further action.
aimed at determining the sources of the large cash sums associated with Ms. Dapa and Mr. Osei Kufo. The office has had the benefit of seven months of in-country and four months of collaborative transboundary investigation. Members of the press, on the totality of the gathered evidence and intelligence, it seems to us that the case is largely in the province of suspected money laundering and structuring. By operation of law, Economic and Organized Crime Office, IOKO, has a specific and direct mandate in respect of suspected cases of money laundering and its an attendant activity of structuring. Of the special prosecutor is referring the case to Yoko for continued investigation and further action. The office will be in close collaboration with Yoko and continued collaboration with the FBI. He also announced the discontinuation of the case and the High Court order for the return of all seized cash to the former minister. A little over an hour ago, the office discontinued its application that was pending before the High Court for a confirmation of the seizure and freezing orders in pursuance of the referral of the case to Yoko. The court ordered that the office should return the cash sums and defreeze the account of uh, an investment of Ms. Dapa within 72 hours. The office also discontinued the procedural criminal charge against Ms. Dapa for failure to return forms on declaration of property and income since that was mounted on the original application for confirmation of the seizure and freezing orders, which was discontinued earlier in time. Let's gauge the mood of an anti-corruption campaigner on this latest development. Vitus Azim has joined me uh, for more. Grateful for your time, sir. The OSP has discontinued the case of the former sanitation minister and has written to the court to stop the confirmation of the seizure of money taking from the former minister. Your thoughts on this? Well, six full months or half a year of wasted time during which a lot of things could have changed or might have changed to influence the direction of the investigations. We expect our state institutions to know their mandates properly, adequately, so as to decide whether to handle a case or not. So it is disappointing that at this stage, the special prosecutor has realized that what he was, not doing, what he was doing was not within his mandate. Well, more interesting is the office stopping the prosecution of Madame Dapar's case on the charges of failing to declare her assets and property. And the SP is telling us this afternoon that it has referred the issue involving suspicion of money laundering to Iyoko for further action. Uh, question on the list of many, what is haunting the OSP to wash its fingers completely off this case? Do you know? Well, I think that uh, the Commission on Human Rights and Antiguity Justice would have been the right institution to actually investigate this matter. Just to call for her asset declaration at the time she became a minister and at the time that the suspicions were made. made. Because the asset declaration law makes clear that when you declare your assets on assuming office and then on leaving office, you declare again and the uh, I could look at it and see if 
you are able to account for all the, the process that you have acquired. Otherwise, any money that you cannot account for would have been assumed to have been acquired illegally. So you have been a straightforward matter for Commission on Human Rights and State Judges. And so that's what I said that I think the Office of Special Prosecutor did not look at the case properly before it taking it uh, on. Do you agree with those who feel that there's some sort of witch hunting that is pushing the OSP to stay away from this case? Well, this is a politically sensitive uh, case, especially when the president said that he was sure that she was going to be exonerated from the allegations. So even from the very beginning, there were suspicions about how the case would go. And uh, the Office of Special Prosecutor is supposed to be more, somehow more independent than the Office of, uh, Office of Economic, uh, who is the uh, Yoko. So uh, the direction that this case is going to, is going to yield, is not likely to yield any results that would be in the interest of the nation. What then do you expect from Yoko now that the case has uh, is now being, uh, you know, uh, is in their, what do you call, uh, now that the case has been pushed to them? I think that Yoko should take up his hands and just allow to fair the matter to the officer, the Commission on Human Rights and Military Justice to look at it, to, to apply the asset relation law. That would be the best approach because otherwise Yoko is going to hit a snack of mandate issues. I'm grateful. It, 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 it is more laundering, maybe it's the Financial Intelligence Center that may also need to conduct these investigations. Well, we, we, we live to see how this case uh, unfolds, especially as we are in an election year. I'm grateful for your time. Vitus Azim is an anti corruption campaigner, his former director of the. Uh, uh, GII. Now let's get on to other stories. Embattled Assistant Commissioner of Police Benjamin Agojo retired as described as ignorant the Attorney General's reaction to his acquittal. Six individuals implicated in the alleged coup plot were convicted for conspiracy to commit high treason and committing high treason. However, ASP Benjamin Agojo and two others were acquitted. Reacting to the judgment, the Attorney General decried the senior police officer's comment, which suggested the nation was at risk of a rap spring. But speaking to Raymond Aqua in an exclusive interview yet to be aired on Upfront later tonight, the retired ASP faltered the AG's understanding of the expression he used. The only thing that, 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 that sends some, 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 some jitters in their spine and whatever is the fact that I mentioned Arab Spring. And yesterday, one minister was still talking about that. Despite my acquittal and discharge, he thought that I shouldn't. Do they re And I think that they I are... Mean, you, the Attorney General himself, and I heard him speak, he yes. says, what business has a senior police officer... A seventh officer yes. staying on a platform and talking about Arab Spring. Does he understand Arab Spring? If he doesn't, he should keep quiet. If he doesn't understand Arab Spring, he should keep quiet. But he's a lawyer. He's, he's, he's a actually. lawyer, but being a lawyer doesn't mean that you know everything. You can be a lawyer and be an ignorant, you be an ignoramus in an area. I teach conflict. Okay. Do you understand me? I told you I teach conflict at even M field level. I teach it at Kofiana, I teach it at all levels. Arab Spring or civil 
uprising and other things are democratic means of expressing dissent in every society. Today we, we, we espouse people like uh, uh, Martin Luther King and other things. Why are we espousing them? But we knew in 2011 yes. that this is led to the removal of governments. Tunisian example is clear. The other countries within the Arab regions. The, 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 the explicit definition yes. and appreciation you are same. talking about explicit definition yeah. that is common knowledge yes but when you look at arab spring it is like any other spontaneous demonstration by citizens to express their their dissatisfaction which in the reality and the example it, it leads to the fact that a government decides that do you know that we can could have led to uh, running saying that okay i've resigned could it have been called arab spring in Ghana. I'm not sure. Could have been, could have, could have, could have led to Rollins saying, "Okay, I've resigned." Once the VAT has been defeated and other things have resigned. Eh. When you go to the literature, go and Google it anywhere. Be careful you don't go to Wikipedia. I get that. Of because when you go to Wikipedia, Wikipedia will give you some definition of a rebellion, a mutiny, and other things. And I prove today. A prosecution in court that when they need a definition to issues, they should not go to Wikipedia because they came out with a Wikipedia definition which I, I, I drew the attention to and they could not talk about it again. So go you mean to the Attorney General. The, I, I'm, I'm saying the prosecution team, okay, all right, whoever was representing them, and it's on record, I can produce it's a court record and I can give you, but give that you, should be very strange. I mean, yes, so at the end of the day, you come to appreciate the fact that when you go to Wikipedia definition, it will tell you it's a mutiny. It is so-so and so, but go to other definitions which are acceptable in academia. Because when you quote today, you quote Wikipedia definitions in, in, in academia, in the universities, they will not take you seriously. I get it. I know that. So, 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 every first so, year of an university would know that. that that's basically So I'm fact. saying that when you want to know the real definition of Arab Spring, don't go to Wikipedia. Go to other sources and it will tell you the real meaning of it. And you say that's what they confronted you with a Wikipedia definition of yeah, it. A Wikipedia definition and the under the myopic understanding of that term. And that is what they confront. And that's what they have held on to till today. And that's what Attorney General is still holding on to. He should go and learn. He should go and learn. Because he's not dealing with just people. He's dealing with people who have also climbed the ladder somewhere. No, a lawyer for the recruited police officer, Martin Pebu, says the president has opportunity to give his client a two-year contract as part of his retirement package to be extended by the next government. That's the only way his team will be convinced not to take an action of malicious prosecution against the attorney general. People, and I can go to if they hadn't spoken, our government should have been worse. So, Aisha, this case, this case against Agojo. It's a seminal constitutional law case, Article 21, freedom of speech of public officers. That is what this case represents. Yeah, so Agoja is paid a dear price. He's paid very costly price because his career was what destroyed. But well, in the democracy, that's what happens from time to time. The tree of democracy is watered with the blood of patriots and victims alike. That's what Ekufuadu and Godfrey Dami have done to Agodjo and his family. Maybe in the interim, what Ekufuadu can do is that because Agodjo is retired, but the constitution also in Article 199 Clause 4 makes provision for a public officer to be given more uh, a, a contract. 
Yes, a contract even after retirement. Maybe you should look at offering Agodo a two-year contract, and then hopefully uh, when the new government comes, they can also look at extending it. Then you can rest your case. Five years. If that is done, you will rest your case. Hopefully, yes. Then that one we can uh, look at uh, maybe holding on with the malicious prosecution. We're going to speak with Genevieve Patenton. She's country representative of Amnesty International. Grateful for your time, madam. First, let me pick your thoughts on what happened yesterday in court. It is wrong. Hello, Genevieve? We have Genevieve Patenton on the line. Hello, Genevieve Patenton. If you can hear me, I'm picking your thoughts on what transpired in court yesterday. All right, so there seemed to be a problem with uh, Genevieve Patenton's line. Hello, uh, Genevieve. Uh, if you can hear me, what, what do you make of what transpired in court yesterday? Hello, Hello Genevieve. Can you hear me? All right, there seems yes. to be a connection Good. problem with Genevieve Pattinson's line. She's a country director of Amnesty International. We'll try and get her back on the line to tell us more. Okay, uh, are we ready? Genevieve, please, can you hear yes. me? Yes, I can hear you. I can't switch on my video because of the internet. So Okay, can um, you be, uh, speak up uh, for me so we can hear what you're saying? Uh, first, uh, what's your position on wh- what happened in court yesterday? Yeah, so it's it's a sad moment for us. However, um, it is within our constitution that um, perpetrators of high treason will be sentenced to death. Um, death sentence already by hanging or by any other means in Ghana. It is an archaic law within our statute books, and it's something that we need to review urgently. Amnesty International has been working to review the laws of Ghana specifically regarding any for any law that abuses don't you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get a hundred dollars back instantly because no matter what moves you made last year TurboTax makes them count that means getting one hundred dollars back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. 
If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. The rights of all, especially laws around death penalty. Now, already in July, Parliament of Ghana voted for amendments in the Criminal Offenses Act and also the Armed Forces Act, which the president assented to only for the Criminal Offenses Act. And the Criminal Offenses Act, at the moment as it stands, is only for ordinary crimes. So it only covers murder and attempted murder and the likes. However, for crimes such as high treason, they remain in the Constitution. And all that, the only way to get it out of the Constitution is to review uh, the Constitution. That's one. Two, we need to sign the second optional protocol. Um, um, that is the International Covenant on Civil and Political Rights, which aims to abolish death penalty everywhere. So once we sign this protocol... And once Ghana signs onto this, what happens is that even if we have the death penalty within the constitution, um, the state will not be allowed to sentence or execute anyone, um, um, you know, to death. So these are two main things Ghana can look at and do as soon as possible. In terms of the um, ruling, there's not much I can say about that. I, I, I prefer to remain on, you know, statistics and, and, and things like that. The last thing I would want to say is that most of the time, these sometimes people are wrongfully convicted. This is something that happens in general, not, not just pertaining to the case yesterday. So these are some of the issues we need to address and understand and then we'll realize that death penalty is absolutely not the way for us to go. Thank you. Jeremy, what's the role of Amnesty International in actually getting this? I mean, the first part that the president signed was uh, a private member's bill. Uh, is there anything, what's the plan to push for this? So the plan here is to definitely appeal to the president to sign the um, uh, optional second optional protocol because honestly that is the only way currently and the most cost effective way i must say to um, make sure nobody is sentenced to death in ghana regardless of the crime committed and so that is what our next steps are of course we will continue our advocacy because we all know that not everyone believes that the death penalty should be abolished. And there are statistics out there, there's papers out there which justify why um, death penalty needs to be abolished everywhere, not just in Ghana. There are even countries who are under serious conflict 
that have um, abolished the death penalty. So it should tell you something that it, it, it never serves as a deterrent. There will always be cool plotters. As for that one, you need to understand. And there will always be people who will commit murder. However, the state has no right uh, to decide who dies and who doesn't. I, I personally don't think it's right. And Amnesty International, we also do not think it is right. Thank you. I'm grateful for your time. Genevieve Pattinson is country director of Amnesty International Ghana. Now let's get on to other stories. As a new patriotic party GS up for the primaries this weekend, all eyes are focused on Dom Kwabinya, Ghana's constituency with the highest voter population. With over 1,070 delegates set to decide the fate of three aspirants, the race is anticipated to be keenly contested. Samuel Mbura from our political desk has been on the ground and has this report. This is the Dom Kobia constituency in the Greater Accra region. It is the populous constituency in Ghana with a voter population of not less than 170,000, putting it on the spotlight in the upcoming parliamentary primaries of the governing New Patriotic Party. The Dom Kobia seat is currently held by Sarah Ajuasafo, who has served as an MP for and is seeking re election as a parliamentary candidate for the MPP in the upcoming 2024 general election. Residents in the constituency have been She's expressing their opinions about her candidacy. She's not doing anything for us. So I don't think we need it. There should be a change of an MP. So to give in, for us to give another chance to her, I don't think it's possible. No, I just have one We didn't like her again. Because I just have one causes trouble for here. Oh, I like Adjuasafo because the way you are looking at the, the area, I like it. It will be recalled that Sarah Adjuasafo previously absented herself from parliamentary duties causing an uproar within the government, her party, and among her constituents. Consequently, rumors have circulated suggesting attempts by some party executives to oust her as payback for her actions, a claim Denied by Teofilos and Salabi, the constituency secretary. There hasn't been any machination against her. Um, she went to the market and even market women were telling her their peace of mind that it's enough and they were hooting at her. So when she went, it wasn't the constituency executive who asked the market women to do that. Basically, um, it looks like the constituents have had enough of her. That's what it looks like. Everywhere she goes, the response is not as she expects. So she can't blame that on the constituency executive committee. So that is simply that. There's no machination. The news by.
Black Bear of the NDC, John Romani Mahama, is committing to ensuring proceeds from gold mining in the Adansi area are used in the development of the area. Speaking at the Katsi call on the Adansi Traditional Council, the former president bemoaned the slow pace of development in that area, drawing comparison with areas like Johannesburg in South Africa, which are similar gold deposits. Baby, baby, Ah, you two sika koko and I say Frank and I be beer. Oko sa krona ye two sa agodiana. What to me you say a krono etumpon na oko South Africa. It will be be a friend of Johannesburg. Johannesburg sika koko and omu two or South Africa and na my Johannesburg. I have a fair sa and then na quite so Johannesburg yefe a ye and faswa omunya if you sika koko num. Na soba ubuase na odi toto Johannesburg e ya reho kakra. Inti nana yani mube ya adri ni ashesenia profit ni biya efisika koko numu yadi be ye ubuase na abe ya krabe shesita na be ya ochine bi ubiba samre ano ni efisika koko nevi no etimi abe kase ah efisika koko no ubuase ni adansi mwenzo enya hufaso. Finding a working defibrillator, a tool that is used to shock patients back to life, is in Ifiakwanta Regional Hospital in the western region is akin to the ninth wonder of the world. The sole defibrillator in the hospital is currently faulty and was donated by foreign students. Health workers are distressed and are crying for a working uh, tool, insisting it is becoming difficult to save patients who are in cardiac arrest. Jojo Kobner has more in today's episode of Sick Hospitals. A defibrillator is a life-saving equipment. When the heart is not beating normally, the defibrillator is used to deliver controlled electric shock to the heart. This shock can help restore the heart's normal rhythm in cases of sudden cardiac arrest. In countries like South Korea and the UK, defibrillators can be found in public places like pubs, markets, and crowded places. What about Ghana? The Ghana Harmonized Health Facility Assessment Report 2023 says only 5% of hospitals in Ghana have the required basic equipment in consulting rooms. We make our way to Ghana's oil city, Takrade. The Fianquanta Regional Hospital receives referrals from across the region. It is fair to say that it serves over 3 million population. Apart from cardiopulmonary resuscitation, CPR, which involves chest compressions and rescue breaths, can the hospital save your life if you go into cardiac arrest? Well, um, I would say that uh, we're doing the best that we can uh, under the circumstances. At the A&E, where you are most likely to be taken to, uh, we have just one defibrillator. Um, but for a, a unit of that size, uh, we should have more. So in your case, if you are the only one who needs the machine at that point in time, yes, we will be able to, to do it for you. But 
if there are many patients who need the same service, then it becomes a challenge. Dr. Joseph Kodotambil, the medical superintendent of the hospital, is passionate. He wants his medical staff to get the best equipment to serve patients. But he also wears another hat to manage the information he gives the media and also assure residents of the western region and beyond that he can rely on his facility. With some hesitation, he admits that even the only available defibrillator has challenges and calls for resourcing of the hospital. And, and the defibrillator doesn't work properly, like it functions um, with well. a few challenges, but with batteries and, and all that. But um, when, when called upon, it, 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 it would function. But like I said, we don't. We need more of those uh, machines uh, rather than just one. Let's take a break on joining us. Let's go on return. There is more. In the Metropolitan Assembly through the EU-funded Twin Cities in Sustainable Partnership Project, in collaboration with Joy News Operation Clean Your Surroundings campaign this morning has made a stop at the second Sub Metro to inspect some households and commercial facilities. The unannounced visits to inspect the sanitary condition of households and commercial facilities. Correspondent Inathalia Kwanza joins us with more on that visit. Inathalia, where have you visited and what is the sanitary condition there? Morning, the STMA um, made a stop at Second D. At the moment, we are at Second D bus terminal and then we've been visiting some condo shops, some fisheries, um, some um, place of convenience, among others. I'm here with the Metro Environmental Health Officer, Mr. And Mr. Hudu, how have you seen the whole exercise this morning? Visited a bomb mill. A bomb mill to yes, that place was very good. Yes, medical screening card to have one. They don't have some of them have 
but some are okay. So I have given them advice to also come and know them. Yes, in a nutshell, this is what we have done this morning. All right, Aisha, so um, you had Mr. Udu there talking about the exercise earlier today. And so this is our last court, which is a place of convenience. Aisha, this place really stinks badly. You can see um, excreta all over um, the toilet. Where you go inside the place of convenience, there are things, everything is destroyed. And so for today, according to the STMA, they are not making any arrest, but in subsequent visits, they are going to arrest all these people who have been cautioned by the assembly. And Natalia Kwanza, they're telling us more on what has happened with uh, food vendors who tested for typhoid and what the uh, Metropolitan Assembly is doing to deal with this. Let's take a break on Joy News. That's going to return. We'll bring you the very latest coming from the world of business. <laughs> Hello, good afternoon. Welcome to the business segment on Join News Today with me, Pius Kojo Baka. Some foreign investors within the automobile industry are calling on government to expedite action on Ghana's automotive policy to attract more foreign investors within the sector. According to Head of International and the Society of Motor Manufacturers Traders Limited in the UK, Matthew Smith, Ghana is on the right path for a sustainable automotive industry, hence the need for proper policies. He spoke to Joy Business at an automotive investors engagement. Well, we've, uh, we've got a very old industry in the UK, so our industry is you know, more than 100 years old. I think what we see at the moment that is, is quite important for us in the development of the sector in the UK is the relationship with government. So this week we've been hearing a lot about the policy developments in the automotive policy, in other areas, the way that the, the government is looking to grow the sector here. Certainly in the UK, our experience is that with, uh, by, by us working closely with the government, we can make sure that the policies that the government brings in are the right ones for the industry and for the growth of the sector at the right time. When companies look to invest, they look, at, and look to invest and look for somewhere to come and do business, they want to know the size of the market opportunity. So I think that you've, if you have access to the Ghana market, which is a significant and growing market, but if there's a much bigger story to tell, excuse me, a much, a much wider market opportunity, and I think that can make a big difference to companies. I think the UK companies coming here, I mean, there are different companies looking for different opportunities. I mean, again, we've been hearing a lot this week about the plan to grow the EV industry um, in Ghana. And experience in the UK is our market has grown a lot. So last year, the, the, the BEV sales, the pure battery electric vehicles, were 16%. So we've seen some very strong early growth in the UK, but we're now finding some challenges. Um, electric vehicles are very exciting. They're great technologies. And, you know, the climate is changing. We need to reduce our carbon emissions. As part of efforts to expand insurance coverage, prominent health insurance company Glyco Healthcare has launched the Glyco Sunqua Health Plan and the Glyco eHealth Hub. Now, according to the chief executive of Glyco Healthcare, Mami Ifi Bwache, the two products will leverage technology to offer patrons a convenient healthcare delivery system. InsurTech has been identified as an important channel to expand insurance coverage, especially in Africa. In Ghana, Glyco Healthcare one of the leading insurance firms has launched the Glyco Sunqua Health Plan and the Glyco eHealth app. 
The two products leverage technology and innovations in delivering health insurance services to patrons. Mami Efriye Boache, Chief Executive of Glyco Healthcare, shares some details. The Sunka is designed, like we said, for people in the direct to purchase or buy for their families. You realize that um, there are instances where people get sick or fall ill and their relatives abroad have to run helter-skelter to sort of find money to, you know, bring it home to take care of them. But this gives the convenience, so to speak. So if someone purchases for their family back home, you have the peace of mind and the convenience the whole year. So if your mom falls ill, your dad falls ill, your child over here, your niece or nephew, rest assured, you'll be taken care of with a glyco health card. She explains the Glyco eHealth app and other benefits of the Glyco Sunqua Health Plan. The introduction of the eHealth, which is um, a complementary or added value service that is given to our clients on the Sunqua or who would sign on the Sunqua. And this service is really about having access to doctors in the comfort of your home. So you can make a call to the doctor, um, you are consulted, and after consultation, if you need medication or um, lab test, um, the lab company comes to your home, and if medication is needed, it's also supplied at the comfort of your home or office, wherever it's convenient for you. In addition, there's a death benefit. So for example, whoever is on, if um, I am abroad and I'm paying for, for example, my mom, and my mom dies, there is a lump sum that is paid out, and this is in collaboration with Glycolife. Nathaniel Kofi, head of sales at Glyco Healthcare, emphasizes the company's outstanding service delivery. As Glyco, we have been in existence for 40 years. And if we are not doing the right things, I'm not sure we would have been here till now. And so when it comes to claim payment, we are very prompt. Uh, when it comes to customer service, we are very prompt. With, in line with that, what we have done is that we have uh, tried to dilute the language barriers uh, with our experience center or our call center so that regardless of the language you speak, when you call, you can get somebody to talk to you and make sure that those ideas do not affect your processing. And that's it for business sport. Here and today with me, Haruna Mubarak. Now, ranking member on the Youth and Sports Committee of Parliament, Kobina Woyomi, has justified the decision of the FA to sack Chris Hutton as Black Stars coach. The team exited from the ongoing AFCON after picking up just two points from a possible nine. Now, according to Woyomi, the performance of the 65-year-old was not up to the mark. You have hired the success of somebody because of what you think the person is made of. What is the interest in hiring that service? Because you think you will want to also uh, succeed. Because the common target is to win at the at the at the environment and get the lawyers, or probably get a cap. That is a target. That is the aim. Anything short of that is underperformance. And so you have scout round and you think who is to lead us to that place. You, everybody is looking up to you. Now, when this happened, unfortunately it happened, it, has, it is over 24 or 48 hours now. Proud to even the second of the, the coach. You realize that I did, there were a lot of um, media houses that were approaching me for some interview. But I thought it would be good to give the coach some opportunity to, to, to reflect and come with some reasonable uh, uh, whatever 
that people can understand went wrong in the course of his work. That probably has culminated in the, in the show we are seeing. So, at least you have been the leader of uh, a, a team. Okay, so when you go and there's a challenge, you will be quick in holding a conference, a press conference, and to explain a few things to us, to tell us that, to tell us that yes, these are the unfortunate challenges, and these are the reasons, so that we who have hired you, Ghanaians, because it's our money that is being used to pay you, will now begin to see through. But in the absence of any explanation from you. And the only word I think I heard from somebody was that you say you are, you are taking the responsibility of it. Obviously, it means you have not performed. So then if you have been sacked, then means that that is it. So be it. I don't see any 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 Because before the tournament, sampling the views of Ghanaians, people who called, people who had issues with some of the calls or invitations to camp and all that, and the explanations and reasons behind them, those people, I'm sure when we, I go back to office, will come to me and say, I told you so. Our former Ghana FA president, Dr. Nyaho Nyaho Tamaklu, has entreated the government to actively get involved in decision-making to arrest the slumping form of the Black Stars. That's how we end the sports segment on GM Today with me, Haruna Mubarak. World News comes up shortly.